This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. Today, we're going to continue where we left off yesterday with a program called Decline of the American Culture. I was on the Shannon Davis Omega Man Radio with Apostolic Leader Dennis Moore. Now, let's conclude the program. Dennis? Well, you know, it's true. In the demonic, it's all real. And it's hard for even some Christians to believe in things like hell and demons. And these tend to be areas that some people don't want to even talk about. It's absolutely correct. And we were there. We saw God do extraordinary things in the time we were there. Shifted our nation. I wish we had time to go more into details. When you understand that the authority of the church is for righteousness, when you understand that the authority of the church is to bring the kingdom of God, the authority of the church is to manifest Jesus. When you begin to work together, as we do, we had nine men that were working together. We were praying together every day. And I thought, my God, this whole building is going to shake. <laughs> you had the staff in your hand, and you were violently declaring the will of God for our nation. And at that time, we didn't have a firewall. Because of those prayers, Scott Brown, out of Massachusetts, as a Republican, he took the seat from Ted Kennedy. Ted had passed away, but he took his seat. And that was a miracle, and that gave us a firewall in the Congress. But we saw many things that took place during that time. The key thing is understanding who you are in Christ and understanding your position, your gifting, your calling, and God's will. And understanding how to pray, where you have authority, where you don't, what is your responsibility as an ambassador. It's like binding and loosing. If you understand what you can do and what you can't do, you don't waste time trying to do what you can't do. There's some things that only angels can do and principalities over nations. Our job is to bind and loose where we can. We can cast demons out of people. Then God's responsibility, we release heavenly hosts of battle demonic forces on that high level. This is not being taught so people don't know what they can do, what they can't do. And they're trying to declare things that is their responsibility and God is not going to do it for you. This is so important. The church is so ignorant, Shannon. Instead of these churches doing 45 minutes of hell song music, why don't they cut it back to 10 minutes like we did in the early church, sing some old rugged cross blood songs, and then get into the word of God, the meat of the word for half an hour, followed by altar calls, casting out devils, laying hands on the sick that they recover, doing what Jesus did. He preached the gospel with signs that follow. If we want to see a change, we need to get back in the word and begin to cast out devils in Jesus' name. And we're on the same page. Dennis here sitting beside, he's traveling different states right now, and how one church gave him 15 minutes to speak, is it? 15 minutes to speak. That was their sermon time. Did that include prayer? And the service went on forever. I call it the forever church. But they had all kinds of liturgy that they did, and, and scripture readings, and everybody in the church almost got up and sang a song. And then the pastor goes, yeah, you have 15 minutes to preach. And I go, 15 minutes? And I said, do I have time to lay hands? Oh, no, you don't lay hands on anybody. See, a lot of churches, sad to say, there's no leadership anymore. If there is leadership, it's polluted. You're not supposed to come and everyone just gets up and say a little word. There is apostolic leadership if you want to really have a church that grows and does the will of God. Other than that, let's just come as a social club and everyone gives your opinion. There's got to be a leadership. The churches I've led, one church started 2,000 churches under it. That wasn't from 20, 30 people coming together. Everyone, come and give your opinion. No, you didn't give your opinion. I gave the word of God, gave direction. We had 80 classes going on every hour on Sunday all day. We train them, we equip them, not let the dumb just stand up and give their opinion. Dennis? It's true, and I'm amazed when you go into Africa, because you know you worked in Africa for a long time. The churches in Africa, they'll teach every day. 
You know, it's not just on Sunday. One of the great tragedy of the American church right now is we're only open one day a week, maybe two days a week, you know. And if you want fellowship, why is the church door always closed? I have a friend of mine, he's remodeling a huge building in his city. And I said, what are you going to do to be open every day? If somebody needs Christ, somebody needs prayer, somebody needs deliverance, like you're saying, somebody needs just fellowship, what are you going to do? And he's telling me what he's going to do. He's going to have a coffee shop, for one thing, that's going to be open. People will be there to pray for you. People will be there to encourage you. People will be there to minister to you. The church is asleep. Our churches, seven days a week, you could find help. One country, 500 cell groups, 80 classes going on on Sunday, every hour, all day. I know in Africa, when I developed a mega church, we were there, my wife and I and children, 12 straight hours, Dennis. That's how you develop a mega church, not coming, singing a bunch of songs and going home. Then we had things daily, cell groups, classes, other things. Pastor, do you want to develop a church or do you want to just develop an income? What are you doing? Many parents do not seem to realize that loyalty to our country is no longer being taught. Instead, the emphasis is on world citizenship. The quote from a booklet entitled, Weep for Your Children reads, It's okay to steal. It's okay to have premarital sex. It's okay to cheat or to kill if things are part of your value system. And you have clarified these values for yourself. The important thing is not what values you choose, but that you have chosen them yourself freely without coercion of parents, spouse, priest, friends, ministers, or social pressure of any kind. Once again, I'm reading an article I wrote, The Decline of the American Culture, Part 1, September 27, 1999. Dr. Sidney Simon, author of the book, Values Clarification, toured all over the United States speaking to teacher groups. In Florida, people quarterly. Dr. Simon bluntly tells the teachers, We do not need any more preaching about right and wrong. The old thou shalt not simply are not relevant. He explains that values clarification is a method for teachers to exchange the values of children without getting caught. I mean, that's what they've been doing. They're still doing it. Do you realize that John Dewey, who is known in America as the father of progressive education, was one of the signers of the Humanistic Manifesto, which is diabolically opposed to the values of Christianity? These type of values are now being taught in our schools throughout the good old USA. Did you know that in 1932, the Russians dismissed John Dewey as his progressive education experiment because the communists discovered that this type of education was a failure, a fraud, a breed of juvenile delinquency. Is there any question why children are shooting and killing other students in school? This is what's going on in America, and it's still going on. Dennis? Well, it's an interesting statement. We desperately, you know, the word desperate is really a key word for us today. And we desperately need, I don't even know how, what word to put to that, you know. I mean, when you talk about the destruction we're doing to our young people, you talk about, you know, that you can have your own value systems inside your head. You can just create something. And we know that man left to himself is a destructive creature. We need a moral compass. We need a moral guide. We need to have someone that says to us, this is what's right, this is what's wrong. I remember listening to someone the other day and they were saying, I've written these books and it's just helping young people to find a moral compass. And everywhere he goes, people come up to him and say, man, you saved my life. You changed me. You helped me. I didn't know how to get out of drugs. I didn't know how to have a good marriage. I didn't know how to get up and go to work. And he said, I'm learning these things. And so the word of God is so powerful because it brings the moral compass. It brings truth. It brings reality. You know, my wife often says, holiness is a life that works. 
if we want a life that works, we need our compass. And if we're going to throw out the Bible, we're going to throw out the minister, we're going to throw out the parent, we're going to throw all these guiding points aside. It's like taking the steering wheel off of your boat, going out in the ocean and saying, well, whatever wave hits me, that's OK, I'll just accept it. And you're going to go down like a rock because you don't have the ability to know where you're going. I think we need to throw out Joe Biden out of the White House and rebuild the alders. Shannon, what do you think of that? Absolutely. In fact, the news I got today is they've indicted his son, Hunter Biden. And word on the street are the Democrats are going to throw Biden out. And they want to bring in their new golden boy, a man from hell, Governor Newsom from California. He would be the male version of Hillary Clinton. Let me say this. When I grew up, we used to have church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. If you're hardcore, you'd be a Friday night intercessor. And it was the best times I ever had. I got word from someone the other day that at a particular church, they're not even holding services there. They moved it all over to Zoom. They've closed the church door. You mentioned the agenda of the New World Order. Klaus Schwab and the demons are already telegraphing what they want to do, the Great Reset. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. People don't understand that means also your children. You're not going to even own your children. The state wants to get them and change their sex. That's the whole agenda. Erase all national lines of sovereignty. Take away your property. They're coming after the money, the food supply, and they're coming after the churches very soon. And the church is ill-equipped to take a stand. Many are going to fall away into perdition. We're in some serious trouble if we don't wake up, get back to the word, repent, and begin to do what Jesus did. September 27, 1999, again that article, Shannon, The Decline of the American Culture. You heard what I said about Dr. Sidney Simon and John Dewey. What do you think of that? Absolutely. It was an infiltration of the educational system. There have been KGB defectors that went on camera and said, this is part of the plan. We're going to go after the children, go after your educational system. Many of the elites like Rockefeller and others contributed large sums of money, as Soros is doing, to the decline of America. We are literally being invaded, also at the southern border. They want to erase everything that people gave their lives for to build up this country. The hope here tonight is God hasn't told us to sit down and die. I'm reminded of the leper. The leper said to the leper, why sit here till we die? We need to get up. We need to repent, go to work, and begin to take back the land in Jesus' name and get strong again so we can endure what's coming. Back to you. We mentioned about California and Newsom, and I totally agree. He's got to be one of the worst governors. Jay Inslee, our governor, they're probably brothers. Maybe we don't know something, but they sure act like brothers. They're sir, brothers in evil, if you want to say that. But Jay Inslee has been a direct tool used by Satan to attack the church here in Washington State. We have the same problem where if a child now makes a comment, well, maybe I'm a boy, maybe I'm a girl, they can literally, your kid goes to school on a bus, the mother, father can't find the child, they don't get off the bus, they call the school, the school will directly lie to them. We don't know where your child is, yet they took him, put him in a safe house, did a sex operation. We tried to overturn that, put it back on the ballot, and we couldn't get enough pastors to sign a petition. What do you think of that, Shannon? Newsom has nothing but contempt for the church. And if you look at who he is and his track record, he's the poster boy for corruption, and he would be the nail in the coffin of America. But this is Jay Inslee I'm talking about now. Jay Inslee in Washington State, it's the same thing. We tried yeah. to overturn it, and we couldn't get enough pastors to sign a petition. Well, to that point, therein lies the problem. When was the last time you saw anybody on national TV, televangelists, speak out against homosexuality, murder of the children, sin across the board? They don't because they're compromised. 
And if the truth doesn't get out, we're toast. That's why I have been a supporter of World Ministries International folks out there tuning in for 20 years. Because even 20 years ago, I had this burden. I said, God, help us. We need to get the truth out on national TV. If we could only get World Ministries up there, they can preach the gospel. The gospel's not being preached anymore. We're in compromise. And the enemy is shaking us down and taking people out in body bags. The church needs to stand up for the truth, and its leadership are lacking right now. We're in some serious trouble. Again, help us. we're looking at this article. This is what I'm using as a reference. September 27, 1999, 24 years ago this very month. Go to my website, worldministries.org. I have articles twice a month written. We send them out absolutely free. If you don't get them, worldministries.org. Request it, 360-629-5248, telephone, and they'll put you on the mailing list. On our website, my articles are posted. You can take them back, clear back into the 1990s. The first one was cult Christianity. Dennis? You know, I'm glad that you're bringing truth to the church. It's a challenging time. You know, you're an international leader like myself. You know, we're dealing with pastors. We're dealing with churches. As we deal with leadership, our great heart cries, God, show us how to help these men and women of God to be effective in their communities. One of the things I ask pastors, I say, what is your vision? What's in your heart? Do you see yourself as one who's going to reach your city? Most of them say, yeah, we have that vision. But are they doing the things that it's going to take to reach their city? And that's the big question. And that's the question that we've talked about. But oftentimes you'll find that churches are only reaching a small group that they identify with. They may only reach that group. There has to be a greater heart. There has to be a greater passion. If we as a church are going to become effective, I'm going to just put this out and just say we need to stop for a moment and ask ourselves, why are we doing what we're doing? I wrote an article called It's Now Time. I'll read a paragraph. Democratic members of the United States House of Representative Tulsi Gabbard said the following about why she is leaving the Democratic Party. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party. It is now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by radicalizing every issue and stoking anti-white racism. They actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms enshrined in our Constitution, hostile to people of faith, and spiritually demonize the police and protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans. They believe in open borders. They weaponize the national security state to go after political opponents, and above all, are dragging us ever closer to a nuclear war. Dennis? Well, those are powerful words. We are, in a, like I say, I'm going to use the word desperate again. But we are. We're in desperate times. And so how's the church supposed to respond? This lady knows what she's talking about. You know, she's been in Congress. She's been a military officer. She knows what she's talking about. She's not just making up these words. So how do we respond to that? First of all, we have to understand that if we will cry out, if we will repent, if we will turn to God, if we will begin to seek the heart of God, I believe God can put a new spirit over America. I believe God can put a spirit of deliverance over America. Not just that we would be delivered on an individual basis, but we would be delivered as a nation. 
Our great hope right now, folks, is not what we can do, but it's what God can do. Yes, we have to declare the truth. Yes, we have to press in. Yes, we have to speak the word of God, declare the word of God. We do that everywhere we go. And yet the bottom line is, God, we need your delivering power. One of the things I'm praying for, Dr. Hansen, is I'm praying that God will raise up deliverers in the church, in every aspect of our culture. I'm praying for a youth revival, that the youth will become a powerful force for the kingdom of God. I believe we're on the verge of that. I believe we can pray it through. We can break through into it. I believe we can see God move like we've never seen him move before. I believe God can raise up a Moses and a Daniel and a David and Elijah. I believe he can raise up a whole generation. I was praying for a young man in church who wasn't paying a lot of attention. I started to pray for him. And God says, he's a revealer of my mysteries. And I knew that was an anointing for this generation. We need to be like those who are calling Lazarus out of the grave and saying, this generation Z, you come forth and you rise up and you become that voice that's going to reveal the mysteries of God. You become that sound that's going to cause the world to stop and say, what is this sound? This is time for us to break through. It's time for us to call forth the generations. You know, our generation needs to rise up, but the Z generation has a special anointing upon them, and we want to call them into that anointing, call them into the power of God, call them into the revelation of God. It simply comes back to our time in D.C. When we got so serious with God, it shifted the nation. And if the church will get serious with God, it will shift the nation. Second Chronicles 7.14 always applies. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. If my people. Amen. I go right back to 1985, that first nighttime vision, where God said, my people are in love with the world because of the pastor behind the pulpit. That has changed my life. I've warned pastors ever since then, and I've tried to wake up the church. According to the Gallup poll, 12% of youth pastors, children pastors, only 12% have a biblical world view. And you wonder what's wrong with the church, Dennis? It's astounding. Billy Graham did a study many, many years ago, and he wanted to find out how much time did pastors spend in prayer and in the Word of God for themselves. Obviously, they would spend some time preparing a sermon, but how much time did they spend in the Word and in prayer? when they brought all the studies together, it turned out to be less than five minutes a day for pastors. Bible tells us- The Lord told me to spend five hours a day. Yes. What did the apostles Five do? minutes a day. You guys take care of this. You serve the women, you serve the tables, you do all these things, but we will give ourselves to what? Prayer and Prayer fasting. Prayer and fasting in the word. If you give your wife five minutes a day, you're gonna get a divorce. Let me tell you, this is nonsense, and the church is divorced from its roots. That's a book I wrote if you want to order it. The church is divorced from its roots. My website, worldministries.org. Calling all warriors. 12%? You wonder what's wrong with the church? What are these youth pastors teaching the church? Alternate lifestyle? That's what they're getting in university and public schools. What are they doing? And you wonder what's wrong with the church. I've always said, I don't believe in youth pastors. If you want to title it, it should be a mature man and woman. Not a single pastor with his hormones out of control. Are you hearing me, Shannon? A mature man and woman should lead the youth. They need some wisdom to deal with all of their problems. Absolutely. To kind of recap, we have suffered a communist takeover of our government and voting system. We've got doctrines of demons that have infiltrated the church. As we speak, we've got an invasion of the southern border. Who will stand in the gap? 
I'm reminded of Artur Pulowski, north of the border in Canada. He stood in the gap, and he's pulled over on the highway by police, handcuffed, put on his knees, and they're continuing to try to put this guy in jail. Why? Because he would not close his church down. We ought to obey God rather than man. Who is willing to pay that kind of price? There's a price to pay. But if we don't have men and women of God to stand in the gap, it's lost. The time to act is now. It's almost game over. But there's hope if people will begin to rise up. One puts a thousand flight to 10,000. We need to begin to preach the gospel, cast out demons, and take back the land or it's going to be lost forever. Amen. If you just tuned in, you're watching, listening to OmegaManRadio.com, Shannon Davis, the host, morning radio and television. All of this is being done right now, live, simulcasted. I'm going to close with a couple paragraphs. I wrote an article May 10, 2022, calling all warriors. Do you agree that America is in crisis and needs another great awakening if it is to survive? We are attempting to gather groups of Christians who are concerned about the attack on our freedoms and are willing to take a stand against what's happening in our government. We must expose the forces that are attempting to replace the republic under the morality of God, defined in the Bible with tyrants, thus communism. I'll tell you what, we got tyrants right now ruling out of the White House. The vision and mission of Eagle Saving Nations is to wake up Christians of the seriousness of the hour. Hold revival meetings across the world. We want to fill stadiums, conferences, churches, focus on training, strategy, exhortation, worship, preaching, allowing the glory of God to manifest with people being baptized in the Holy Ghost and others constantly overflowing with the Holy Spirit. We want them to leave these meetings encouraged, refreshed, and strengthened with power and authority to accomplish confronting the evil forces that are trying to enslave God's people and their nation. We want to be true ambassadors of the Lord Jesus Christ. And not only in America, all over the world, we want to do this. Eagle Saving Nations, or nation after nation, is going to fall because forces are trying to take away their sovereignties and have them capitulate. Eagles Saving Nations, please, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, or telephone 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, and join it now. We've got to have a national revival. We've got to have a great awakening, not only in America, but around the world. We need your support if we're going to continue on stations like television and radio because of the finances. We are sounding the alarm in every nation. Shannon? I'm going to tack this on the end. This is new since last week, about 72 hours ago. I believe the Lord impressed me to go after a property at the southern border in a place called Miracle Valley, Arizona. For those that have ever heard of the name A.A. Allen, at one time, that was the deliverance camp meeting capital of the world. And then when he died in 1970, the land began to be sold off. There's a remnant left of that church. It's 37 and a half acres. And we are doing a bid this week to buy the land. And we want to reopen that church and turn it into a house of God again, put a roof back on the church, and begin to run revivals. I'm not asking for donations, just prayer, because it'll take a quick miracle. I only got eight days to do it, put together the package. But if we're successful, Brother Hanson, I'm moving my family back from Bali. We've been here seven years. I believe it's time to put my boots back on the ground in America, roll my sleeves, and we want to come back there and hold revivals, get you in there to preach. Amen. And we're going to start a school of deliverance here and begin to train deliverance workers and send them out. So just asking for prayer tonight. This just might happen. Well, I'll tell you what, Shannon, we will pray with you, stand with you. 
and bring me in, and all hell will break loose. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, again, you've been watching the warning program, listening to our warning radio. Shannon Davis, OmegaManRadio.com. Shannon Davis, mighty man of God. Let's support him. Let's stand with him. I pray he gets that because we need another strong hole in America that can fight a fort, that can fight the onslaught of demons running our, if you want to say, our properties, our churches, Congress, the White House. We need an altar that rises up, a pillar, and turns back the tide of evil. Shannon, God bless you. Thank you for having us on. How can people once again partner with World Ministries International? If you want to write a letter or a check, address the check to WMI. Send it to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. That's World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. My phone number, 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Operators will pick it up. We accept any type of credit card, donation. Website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. You can also support us that way. We've got to have another great awakening. We've got to see a national revival. There's got to be repentance through this land. Or let me tell you, I am telling you dogmatically, millions of people are going to die. You make no mistake about it. And when it happens, you'll remember that it's been warned. I've been sharing it for a long time. If we don't have it, millions of people are going to die. Millions. We've got to have a great awakening. Shannon. Gentlemen, thank you for letting me be part of the conversation tonight. Nice to meet you, Brother Dennis. We love you all. We'll see you next time. God bless you all. God bless you. God bless. Now here is my friend, Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott? Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years. Yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business, or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the independence program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training, and if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount. So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you join hands with us, together we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360-629-5248 and say a short prayer for us in your message and leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.